it's the most dope show It's about that time to get live Take a break from your 8 to 5 Them other guys don't have the ability to rip it We kick it, three guys on Representing with the most killer spirit And we coming with the jokes So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes And forget them other folks Cause we got the best quotes Randolph does more than just jokers He woke and he got the files Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial I don't know where that boy Tim is now Raising the daughter, he hella proud Andy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for racist When Tim Miller hit that got funny as shit The sock puppets always be there to assist Too many to name but they all of this shit I guess I could try Love me some Frankie French Milner and Mike B Be lit I cannot forget about Petey and Chris J.L. Covan with them Trump impressions Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips That's a whole damn nation so they always near Pop pop bang bang getting green romaine Three guys on sock puppet nation gang gang Yeah Dominic. Puerto Rico, Suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico, uh, Puerto Rico, Suave. Finally got her. How do you know that? Did she say that? Uh, apparently, in a letter shared via Twitter, she acknowledged the historical context of the African American community in this country. Aquafina oh she did, did someone else post it then <clears throat> I, they must have posted took a screenshot and said posted it for her oh okay right or no I think I think she quit Twitter so someone must have kept the screenshot of it mm-hmm. but as a non-black POC I stand by the fact that I will always listen to work tirelessly to understand the history and context of AAVE what is deemed appropriate or backwards towards the progress of any and every marginalized group, but I must emphasize to mock a little or to be unkind in any way possible at the expense of others, simply not my nature. It never has and it never was. And then she quit Twitter. I'm kind of glad she did uh, so that they can just talk in darkness and she'll never get it. So it's actually probably better for her peace of mind just to not be involved because anytime she says anything, it's people consistently attack her and the average person has never been on the side of being constantly attacked like that, so they will never understand. To clarify, I'm retiring from the ingrown toenail that is Twitter, not retiring from anything else, even if I wanted to, and I didn't drunkenly hit someone with a shoehorn and now escaping as a fugitive. Also, I am available for on all other socials that don't tell you to kill yourself. <laughs> okay. You could yeah. just log off. Well, I'll see you in a few years, Twitter, per my therapist. To my fans, thank you for continuing to love and support someone who wishes they could be a better person for you. I apologize if I ever fell short in anything I did. You're in my heart always. So Now, did she delete it or did she just <clears throat> log off? That's the, the sometimes people log yeah, off. Let me but they see. Don't Have she continued Aquafina status? So it looks like maybe she just logged off. Yeah. And didn't delete her whole Twitter. <clears throat> so. Yeah, she wrote a whole long thing. Somebody fucking talked to her. There's a social political context to everything, especially historical context of the African-American community in this country. Yeah, people don't care. So, you know, it's best that you go ahead and go on about you and live your life. Is a group that is disproportionately affected by institutionalized policies and law enforcement policies, all the while having historically and routinely seen their culture stolen, exploited, appropriated by the dominant culture for monetary gain without acknowledgement nor respect for where these root, those roots come from, the pioneers of its beginnings, and the artists that perfected and mastered the craft. It is a problem we still see today. 
Though some may pass it off as a convoluted mixture of the internet TikTok slang generation that liberally uses AAVE to add that hip hop, a genre of music that is ubiquitous and beloved across the country, has now anchored itself as a mainstream genre of music history and in life, linguistic acculturation, immigration immigrant acculturation and the inevitable passage of globalized internet slang all play a factor in the fine line between offense and pop culture but as a non-black people that's i read that part and then my immigrant background allowed me to carve an american identity off the movies and tv shows i watched the children i went to public school with and my undying love and respect for hip-hop i think as a group asian americans are still trying to figure out what that journey means for them what is correct and where they don't belong and though I'm still learning and doing that personal work, I know for sure that I want I want to spend the rest of my career doing nothing but uplifting our communities. We do this first by failing, learning, acknowledging, hearing, and empathizing. And I will continue tirelessly to do just that. Mm, and well, I, like Rod was saying, all I gather from that is that somebody's been in her ear. Yeah. Yes. And she's been reading some shit and, and talking yeah. with her. And my thing she, is she's finally started listening to listening. I don't know. Finally is the right word, but I know it looks like she whoever was in her ear, she was listening to. Her. Which is a good thing. And people can grow and people can change and people can evolve. The Internet doesn't. And so no matter what she said or what she put out there, it's for a lot of people, it's going to be a fuck you, bitch. Yeah. So she, also, it looks like she has it tweeted. She hadn't tweeted since 2019, so she wasn't even on Twitter like this anyway. Right. Yeah. So this is just kind of her pub- public statement to everybody. Like, and then I think she said of all the platforms, Twitter is probably the the meanest to her. So she's she's out. I can see that. Yeah. Well, Twitter, somebody Twitter else. Bio. Somebody else was saying, largely probably the same shit I was saying, but somebody was saying it to her. She listened. Yeah. Her bio says, until 2024, all activity is monitored by my amazing social team. Happy Year of the Tiger. Mm. Okay. And like I said, if this is the decision she feels like is best for her, good for her. Uh, Because not trying to find this is the shit that people tell you you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. You know, they claim they want an apology, but they don't really want an apology. They claim they want you to evolve, but they don't really. I'm just saying they don't really want you to evolve. And Twitter's not the... The platform for that uh like you said i you know regardless of how quote unquote sincere it is or not i don't i don't care i've never had a problem with her anyway so i've never been on a hate train towards her this is me personally you know so for me i'm like okay good for you because i'm here to tell you we blow up i'll be the first thing but i uh the i like i i don't i'm not obligated to be on social media i don't have to be here yeah, she's barely. Yeah, I'm looking at her, even her tweets and replies. She hasn't tweeted since 2019. Pre pandemic was the last time she tweeted. Yeah. So, but she says, per my therapist, I'm leaving Twitter. I'm guessing she was still on Twitter scrolling, mm-hmm. you know, uh, getting <clears throat> notifications human. that she's been tagged and shit and then looking. Yes. And um, even that, even when you're not tweeting, you're still on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be all right. Either way, should be fine. Yep. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, Fina. <laughs> yeah, her and uh, her and Thandiway uh, Newton, Newton both uh, had a rough week. Like, I posted about that. I was like, look at look at you fucking shit up for light light skinned folks again. This is some of the most what? ignorant light skinned shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Stop doing this to us, Jesus! <laughs> I ain't like like she is, but I, somehow I always get caught up in that blowback. <laughs> <laughs> you part of the club, Randolph. This sister, this sister at work. The last time I was in the office, uh, this little sister at work, Megan, 
And, you know, me and me and one of my riding partners, Leon, we sit by each other. She look over at us and say, oh, look, look at this little light skinned crew over here. I know y'all think y'all doing something with your little, with your little show. Oh, my God. <laughs> damn. Where is this coming from? Right. Why am I taking a stray? I'm just minding my business. Where is this coming from? Right? <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> I feel you on that one. You're like, what's Your happening? Your little freckle face self. What the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I have the clip. Yeah, it's hard to find that clip. Let me pull it up here. Yeah, she I'm went like, on. What? Uh, I'm like, Thandy or Thandaway, whatever the fuck you're calling yeah, yourself. Thandy now. way. Like, what the fuck way. is you doing? You didn't have to do any of this. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah. She, yeah, she didn't post it. It was like an interview or something. That's it was an asked. interview. She was like, this Black History Month, baby. <laughs> I ain't even from this country, but I'm going in. <laughs> so she, um, yeah, this is like Sky News or something like that. I know so I've been could... seeing memes. Okay, so so this might explain the memes I've been seeing. Yeah, yeah. I've seen. Yeah, I've seen the still pictures of this making the rounds. Right. I've wanted so desperately to apologize every day to to, to darker skinned actresses to say I'm sorry that I'm choked. I'm the one chosen. My mama looks like you. Jeez, oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, this is self-recorded. Could just, just stop there. It's like an maybe God, and maybe it would have been all right if she just stopped there. Yeah, I, she was like, I don't know if she was taking questions in an interview or she, she was taking questions, questions from IG, but yeah. it was just like, you know, this is one of those internet questions that always comes up. Yeah. And people like her that are light-skinned, you know, uh, there's a contingent of people that feel like, listen, because you have privilege, you're a bad person or you need to address it or I constantly apologize, like, feel, yeah. Yeah, apologize for it or something. And uh, I guess she finally took the bait and, and, and answered that question. Sorry that I'm choked. I'm the one chosen. My mama looks like you. So, she just so. stopped to gather herself. Yep. Yeah. She went down. She was crying. My mom looks like you. And she. Round two. She's down again. It's been very painful to have women that look like my mom. Feel like I'm not representing them. That I'm taking from them. Taking their men. Taking their work. Taking their truth. I didn't mean to, you know. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Okay, now, juxtapose that against the way Tracy Ellis Ross carries herself. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is a lot about you. Do you understand that, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know her. I mean, I don't really know what she said in other interviews. Um, it seemed like a very honest moment from her. So whatever it is, yeah, she's not playing it up for Twitter or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like something that she's been dealing with, and you know, thank like you, you say, Karen. People be going online, and you know, they see these comments. Like Roger said, you have this subsection of people that just constantly say everything you do, you don't deserve it. Just like they tell all black people, but for some reason, because she's light skinned, you you feel like I'm quote unquote below you. So since I'm below yeah. you, you don't deserve what you have. And it's one of those things where it sounds like this is something that she's been battling with and 
dealing with for years, something that actually not trying to find. She actually might need to go to a therapist about to oh, kind she of definitely work her to. way, Looking at you that. know, through those emotions and yeah. those things that come up through that. Uh, yeah. And like, like Andy said, she just had a moment where, you know, it just hit her hard. And not, not just a therapist either. She needs to go to a black therapist. She needs to go talk to a black woman who knows how to help you work your way through these type of things. Yeah. Just walk into some sort of therapist's office and be like, all right, I'm here. <laughs> you know, mm. you go find you a therapist who knows how to, to work you through these type of things. They kind of specializes in these things just because their therapist doesn't mean they specialize in it. You know. Go yeah, I think um, also, if uh, I don't know if y'all have noticed, but she's recently started calling herself uh, Tandy Way. Yes, Tandy Way. Yeah, Newton um, instead of Thandy Newton. With so I feel like she's kind of going through like a um, a, re- a reclamation. Y- yeah, she's going through that phase of learning and self identifying and stepping into certain issues she may not have she may have avoided because it sounded like even with her name she felt like I should have avoid this topic. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of you know and I obviously I'm an natural empath um which uh <laughs> yeah. yeah you know yeah. i can't help myself uh i know a lot of people not aren't and that's fine uh it's not judgment of y'all mm-hmm. uh, i feel y'all as they would say uh but um for me as soon as she started crying i was like felt bad for her because i was like because i because i don't think she's malicious and i think she's heard those things mm-hmm. and what happens is that people see her reaction and they'll pretend that nobody was saying this stuff. Right. So it makes her look crazy. You know what I mean? Like, ain't nobody say you taking my man. You ain't taking my man from, first of all, that's Thandy Way Newton is still in a lot of people's mans. Okay. But, but, (laughs) but second of all, like, that is a thing people say, like, oh, because of colorism, you're getting opportunities that should go to other people. And I think, they want you to acknowledge it, but they don't want they want you to be in a, a place of uh, finality with it where you're not still working through it. You're like, yes, this is bad. It's happening. I benefited from it. I don't like it. And, you know, um, and, and it's painful to everybody. But mostly we should only be here to talk about how painful it is the darker skinned people, blah, blah, blah. And she clearly isn't. At, she's not at that point yet. She's still working through it. Yeah, it's like, you know, she may have had, you know, years of people, just random people telling her, you're hurting me, you're hurting us. And she has no intention of doing that. And, you know, she might be at some point, you're probably defiant about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, some point, maybe you maybe you get to sort of a, a, a different place with it, but maybe you're a little bit defiant at first, or you're in denial about it, or whatever the case may be. And then, you know, these videos are little time capsules. And to anyone who sees this video, it's happening now as if this video could be five years old, people would say, well, it's happening to me now. I just saw it now. So I'm going to talk shit about you again. You know? So I don't know if there's any good way of doing it other than not going public, but then how do you make that public? If you, if you can't, you know, be vulnerable oh, publicly, this is, like said, this is a longer some, version of the video. Definitely need some therapy. Oh, we don't need to go any deeper with it. And it was, it'll, there's a little more context us. on this version, yeah. <laughs> but not, I mean, not a ton, but it's just, it's two minutes long. You know, but this is this is a big part of why I try to instill blackness in my daughter, you know, and also an understanding of uh, not just her blackness, but the blackness around her. So she so she uh, is ready to cope for these moments. 
when somebody comes at her, you know, about being dark and light and stuff like that, where she understands that, no, bitch, we all black, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and different people get to that thing at different points in their lives. And sometimes everybody has a privilege because I'll look side, me being dark skinned, I've never had to deal with that. I've never been, I'll look side, I've, I've never had any question about my blackness. You can look at my black ass and go on black. I've never had the thing where I'm not black enough for white people. I'm not black enough for black people. I'm trying to like, I've never had to go through that. And that is a real thing for people. And that's something that they have to really go through and it cannot be dismissed. And people, and for somebody like her, like Roger say, people act like she's crazy. When I was like, no, she's probably been hearing that for a very long time. And these things are real to her. Yeah. I think also like, unfortunately, a lot of the people that, have chosen this as a lane of commentary as like, I'm going to take on colorism. Uh, Some of it does. They're not all the way through with the emotional part either. So like, they, they have a lot of anger. You're you're going at somebody that's, it's more about them than it is about you. Yeah. So like, there's a lot of anger that they hold a lot of, you know, a lot of derision that they hold because they think that's balancing the play playing field is like, Oh, everyone says Alicia Keys is fine. Well, she's just light skinned. And then every time Alicia Keys comes up, you got to tell me how she ain't shit. Right. If she and, was dark skinned, she'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. But you, but you know, my yeah, point, but my I know point exactly being like, yeah. like they aren't, they aren't really willing to admit the complicity on their part either, where it's like, well, I do, I'm not contributing to it. Like just now, I said uh, on Twitter about Aquafina leaving, like, you know, oh no, or whatever. And then someone said, this is their version of what she, they think she said in quotes. Instead of changing my ways, I will leave the one platform that holds me accountable. Checkmate. And I'm like, why do you think Twitter is holding it? Why do you call this accountability? This isn't accountability. It's it's us jumping in people's shit every time they breathe Mm -hmm. and then acting like we're heroes. Like, yeah, man, every time she says something, I'm going to be on her ass. Like, that's about you. Yeah, I'm not toxic. You're toxic. Yeah, exactly. So it's just it's such a weird place to be in because obviously, uh, she didn't say it, quote unquote, right. But Tandy White, I mean, that is what people say. And is that is textbook like people going, this is your privilege. And what she's essentially saying is she's trying to be empathetic and be like, yeah, I feel bad to have this disconnection from my fellow sisters because I see myself as black. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, when I'm up here feeling like I'm representing us, I'm realizing that y'all not y'all feeling don't that see, y'all don't see yourselves on screen yeah when you see and that me. sucks and i want you to see me see yourselves when you see yeah. me so she's just trying to explain the shit but you know motherfuckers it's twitter you can't it, everybody I mean, it's in just her. a lot but again as we don't know what was put into her when you think about right. somebody like a sade uh she's she might be a tough one to talk about because she's so yeah. earthy and above everything mm-hmm. but same <laughs> thing you know it's just it's like, you know, there ain't no doubt about Sade and they the same color, <laughs> you know, or Tracy Ellis Ross or, you know, people in that lane. And it's also I mean, you know, a lot of artists are sensitive and who knows, maybe Sade has heard those things and they just bounce right off of her, whereas yeah. Sandy Newton internalizes those things. Um, who knows? Maybe her reaction is more defensive and Sade's reaction is more dismissive. We don't know, but it's not that they only one of them has heard those things is maybe just how they react to those things. And Sade has been private 
across the board. Like she's not someone who does interviews. She's not live tweeting. She's not on Instagram. She's not putting herself out there like that. You know her through her music only. So yeah, she tells you you her music. In this day and age when people are literally turning the camera on themselves and then just sitting there and having these emotional breakdowns to a camera, then that's just a different world from Mm -hmm. how someone like Shadi would operate anyway. You know, Mm -hmm. even in if if she was in this era, she would probably still be private. She seems to be that Mm way. Yep. Honestly, man, I'm like a lot of people just need to do a lot of work outside of social media and outside of Twitter and the internet, man. It's just as much as people claim to be open to all this conversation and understand it, it's fake as fuck. That's not what people, that's all an illusion. You need to go work on your shit and come back when you can and talk about the shit when you ready to talk about it. Don't be talking, don't be jumping into these conversations thing. It's going to be a soft place to land. These motherfuckers are not your friends. Right. If, if Tendi Way like, called, your friends. yeah, if she called like me or Randolph or Karen on the phone, like we were friends and she had this moment of like, you know, fragility, none of us would be like, get off my phone, bitch. What's wrong with you? <laughs> right. but, What's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> But oh, you're Twitter, actually hanging up? This... Oh, you're going to hang up? Oh, really? You're going to leave this yeah. conversation? Oh, so you're going to leave? You? <laughs> the only people calling you accountable, you dusty bitch. You're like, that, like, yeah, that's a that's comment section. So it's, it's to me, it's like, it's just not, it's not the place that the illusion it was sold to us as just get off of it or work on your shit and come back. And then you can talk about it when you're in right. a, a place to, to take some stones and arrows, some slings and arrows or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's. I mean, like I said, the first when I first heard, I was like, "Oh, this is some really light skinned shit here." Yeah, <laughs> you know. When you listen to it, you're like, "Well, I mean, I know exactly where it's coming from." You know, yeah. I know exactly where it's coming from. Yeah, I mean, her. It's it's not. It doesn't seem like her motives are impure. You know, like she's she's no. not motivated by some. It don't seem like it's to... malicious or anything. No, it's yeah. it's mm-hmm. like a breaking point thing. Mm-hmm. Like I've been dealing with this for forty some odd years and. And here we are, you know, and it was in the context of a movie involving blackness, you know, that was how the interview came about, and, you know, mm-hmm. and she she wants black people when she's on screen to see her as them and them as her. And mm-hmm. she feels like they don't. And maybe people have been telling her that they don't because yeah. of that, you know, and it was so like sad. I said, as opposed to Tracy Ellis Ross, who we look at in blackish and like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. and honestly even tracy i think if tracy had a moment of like self-pity or something it would it it, it's easy to throw her away and be like bitch what's wrong with you you just can never have that it's not a moment for us Mm -mm. it's a moment you get to have in private or with people that you trust but you can't trust the internet we don't know yeah and the thing is randolph uh, there might actually be people that see themselves in her they might be like dark like me but a lot of times people harp on the negativity that they don't even see the people that's actually out there showing them love yeah yeah as jason carter saying in the chat room don't color your skin like zoe yeah i don't know what the fuck that was (laughs) she apologized for that shit too there's nothing i can say for that one (laughs) yeah i saw a recent what is you doing that is not the way dear young lady (laughs) yeah i saw her recently apologize for playing nina simone and coloring her skin and all that shit but once again she was out there defending it when she was doing it and all that stuff i think what she did was way worse than yeah this shit was woo that was i was like jesus fucking christ what is you doing what is you thinking? Huh? 
explain it to me. Tell me what you're thinking. Not only did they cut the skin, they put like a a nose prosthetic on her. Yeah, it was terrible. And it was like all white people working on the film and shit. It was just a terrible idea. Um, And the thing that gets to me all the time is the the idea that Twitter is educating people. Right. That's the only, like, that's the part that gets to me. It's like. That's what TikTok's for. (laughs) Yeah, TikToks are educated. Okay. That's why I go get my education. But like Twitter is such a weird place because maybe uh some people will genuinely take you on and be like, you know what? You don't understand. Every time you do this, this is what happens. And then but then there's like a whole room of other people being like, Yeah, bitch, go kill yourself. And mm-hmm. whenever the person reacts, they obviously react to the most extreme shit because they're human. We then go, Wow, you selfish sick bastard you so you're gonna leave twitter because they telling you kill yourself and your therapist said that's healthy to get offline really bitch we're the ones educating you like it's just such a weird economy yeah Yeah, it's like all of twitter has borderline personality disorder or something yes Mm -hmm. uh we love you but get the hell away from us you know Mm -hmm. just over and over again you ain't shit but don't you leave yeah exactly on a on a different note but kind of related I saw this tweet from a Matt Lombardo. He is a um, national NFL insider for something called Fan Sighted. Mm-hmm. And he hosts the NFL, the Matt Lombardo Show podcast. Okay. Sound like an expert so far. He's an expert, right? He was born in <laughs> Lehigh Valley, Pennsylvania. Just okay. so you know. Thank you, Reggie. Reggie did see the tweet. You saw when I reposted it, right, fam? I think I saw this tweet. I think I know what you're talking about. So he says... <laughs> This is what I believe will ultimately separate Joe Burrow from Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes is otherworldly gifted, but Burrow has the acumen we haven't acumen. seen since Brady acumen. and okay. plays the game at that cerebral cerebral level. Mm-hmm. In playoffs, mm-hmm. or mistakes or magnifies can be a difference maker. Um, so what you're saying is mm-hmm. uh, this one's smart, that one's not. Well, yeah, well, I tweeted. More... Remember this tweet mm-hmm. the next time you hear people wondering why black men are not being hired as head coaches, they mm-hmm. don't think we're smart. <laughs> that's that's it. Well, it's just Bomani more like the physical Bomani yes. said that, and I agree. It's not like the physical gifts of Kaepernick, you know. That's weird. And I'm like, what you you don't want me to tell this truth, Andy? You don't want me to say this truth? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, that Aaron Click. <laughs> you don't want me to say this truth, white chat. boy. <laughs> They don't yeah, think so we're smart, man. He literally Ultimately, it, in the end, they don't believe we're smart. Uh, Mahomes has the physical gifts. Burrow has the brain. That's essentially right. what he said. Um, Burrow's like Tom Brady. Right. Burrow's like Tom Brady. Uh, if you ever get a chance, do a side-by-side comparison of of, Tom, of uh, Mahomes' first four years and Brady's first four years. Yeah, Just it's... Do a side-by-side comparison of that in the league. Yeah, I mean, those are good stats, but are they cerebral stats? Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> those are the ones I, that count. I've really been like... thinking about this. When's the last time you heard a black head coach described as uh, a genius? Never. You, you never hear that. It's uh, when we were living in New York and Eric Mangini was the coach of the Jets. What they call him? Man genius. Mm. Right. The dude was out of the league mm. in two years as a head coach. Man <laughs> but gone. they were calling him they were calling man him man gone. genius <laughs> you know it's just they don't call us genius and it's and that's not just music like in um uh, in the jazz and not just 
and not just in sports in the jazz music world uh it's it's duke ellington and count basie but they're not called the kings of jazz you, you never hear them called the kings of jazz just like the duke of jazz the count of jazz mm-hmm. not the not the king of jazz you know that's why well that that would be such uh, offense when it was when it when it was the kings of comedy that's where the offense came from king kenny g is what i is the king of jazz right king yeah. kenny g king kenny g ah! Yeah, he's the key. The king. King I'm king. sorry. Hold on. King Kenny Genius. That's what I yes, call him. King Kenny Genius. That's what, that's what the G stands for. Yeah. <laughs> and as uh, Donald Fagan said on this other interview, a white man was saying on this other interview, he doesn't like that filmmaker who made um, Hollywood Land. Is that that movie with the jazz jazz music? Oh, uh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. It won La La Land. La La Land. He was yeah. like, so we're just making a movie where white people invented jazz. Is that what it is? <laughs> he can't stand that. Dude. Not invented, perfected. Yeah. yeah. Oh, take it to the <laughs> next stand, level. He can't stand that dude. A white man. <laughs> you know, he was like, and also this, this, this Matt Lombardo tweet. I mean, he's what he's quoting is one play, I guess, last week where Mahomes one play. at the end of the half <laughs> said, give me one more shot. To, they, were, they were in scoring the range, and then he threw it kind of underneath, and the guy wasn't in, didn't get to the end zone, and the half ended. Right. So he's basing it all on that one like, moment. For believing that he's not smart, you know. Right. And I guess Burrow wouldn't have done that. I mean, Burrow throws interceptions with the whatever. Yeah, he he threw, he threw some killers in that game. <laughs> it's up to yes, the coach to say he'll go. I, it's just that code, like coded language that right. comes up, you know. Um, really? Tony? And really? He may not even really think of it that way. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if, uh, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if he wasn't even thinking of it as like Mahomes, the black guy. But it's that right. coded language that's just put into everything and you can't really prove that it's racist. And, and, and they never have to prove that it's not. Right. Right. Yeah, because if you look through his other tweets, uh, there's nothing else like that necessarily. Right. That's just um, how it is. Is and they'll drive black people crazy because mm-hmm. we 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 we've seen it so many times with so many different people. It harkens back to Kaepernick and the lies that were told to get him to justify keeping him out of the league. Yes, sir. So this guy's yeah, stepped that's into what drove it. Me out. That's what drove me out off of football, man. Mm-hmm. I've told you. I mean, you know, I've told you that, but that's what it was. It was all these. You don't want him to be in the league, so you're going to have to figure out a way to make it okay. You can't say that what he's saying is is wrong. Mm-hmm. You can't really dispute that, so you have to turn it into other stuff, and you got to figure out a way to make it okay that the league doesn't that the league wants to blackball him. How do we do this? Well, he's not good. So and you that's why I didn't believe, believe that he's not good. That's why I didn't okay. believe that Brian Flores arrogant rumor shit. I was like, no. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Believe I can't. Yeah, just, you I can't yeah, give y'all. The, you y'all haven't earned the benefit of doubt. Yeah, right? you can't believe Mm-mm. it. I don't believe you. you. You can't. You can't because you have you have lost the benefit of the doubt. You know. Now that I being don't. said, what the fuck, Patrick Mahomes? What the fuck happened last <laughs> Sunday? God damn. A- he nutted up in the second half. I don't. Understand. I ain't never I, seen him play like that before. Yeah, we had the game on. I don't understand. I don't understand that. He should. That was the, oh. the pedal on him. I don't know. I understand why he just didn't start running the ball a lot and just. <laughs> what happened? You know, complete meltdown. There was a thing there towards the end where he. Yeah, thank you, 
uh, chat room where it's like he's trying. He's like, I can do everything. I'm just, just trying too hard. I'm like, what do you Bruh, do? You don't have it to was do like, everything. There were multiple plays in a row. Them snapping the ball and just running around for like five seconds in the backfield. Yeah. Waiting yeah. for like some amazing touchdown play. It's like, nigga, throw the fucking ball to, to somebody short and let's go. Or run forward. Yeah, or run. Something. <laughs> yeah, run forward. Just run forward. What well, was it? Maybe the, the the Bengals had a really cerebral defense. Is that what's going? Yeah, on? they were just out thinking them. Yeah, the league just... figured them out. <laughs> figured them out. No, they, they keep saying that bullshit <laughs> every time he get put out. They keep saying that. God damn it, uh, 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 Mahomes. Damn. Yeah, mm-hmm. it didn't make any sense. He just nutted up. Yeah, you know, nah. that's why I don't normally try to root for black quarterbacks because the hurt. I'm still <laughs> and the going. pain that I experience when they when they don't win it. I'm still rooting for it's a losing proposition, and I know it every year, and I still fucking I do it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. They I'm still cheering for him. I'm cheering for OBJ and his daddy. Like that's, that's not a quarterback, but sure. It don't matter. Yeah. He, he he black, and I'm cheering for <laughs> so him is everybody else because the they said that man was terrible and he was horrible, and yeah, he got another team, and I hope he wins so he can stick no, his middle finger up. No at significance to a, a black wide receiver winning the Super Bowl. None at all. Oh, didn't say it was no i'm just but no but you cut off my point to, to make yours and i'm going back to why that point i don't give a fuck about that shit the black quarterback we still trying to we still trying to submit something here with black quarterbacks and coaches and this nigga fucked up the agenda last sunday right right <laughs> a a blackity black quarterback He'll say, yeah. black. my, my purpose black, was that right? i was rooting for him too but now since he out this is where my i'm not cheering for obj yeah i know what your point is I, yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's like, fine. I mean, listen, Joe Burrow seems like he's black adjacent. He's got some swag. Yeah, he do seem real cool. Which doesn't really mean much, I have discovered. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you got you to gotta keep, you got to keep proving that. Yeah, it's not a yeah. one-time thing. You got to keep And it's a bunch that. of white people that managed to take the cool, but not the like, uh, and also while I'm here, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, they'll take the yeah. like, yeah, I got my chain and my shades and I got my swag. And they're like, so what do you think about what's going on with Brian Flores? Huh? <laughs> I just think we just I just think well, we need to all... I just think it's both sides and they, yeah. they, need to, they need to just come together, maybe, maybe go on a car ride, maybe mm-hmm. I'm gonna went to a prison once, like go to oh, a prison. Okay. <laughs> you just like chains. You, you got me. Yeah. Go to a prison together. I see that um this motherfucking Dan Snyder. This motherfucker one. got this motherfucker got the league. They agreed to keep the details of his probe secret. Oh, they got Dan he's got Snyder has got so much shit on the on these people. Ooh, ain't no telling what that it shit says. But him to be like, y'all, y'all for me to agree, y'all can't say shit. If not, I'm a lawyer up, basically. He can block the release of the probe that they did to the team. They found out some shit. John Gruden was right. Yeah, and, and the probe itself didn't result in any disciplinary action anyway. So nope. You know, well, whatever he had they paid found. $10 million fine, Andy, and his wife took over operations because, of course, they never talked about day to day operations. Mm-hmm. Right. Never, not once. Yeah. I mean, he's just like a horrible person yeah. across the board. He was a bad owner. We knew that for a long time, but mm-hmm. he's just kind of a shitty person. But yeah. they changed the name, though. So I think it's over, guys. And they would have mm-hmm. never changed the name. I think it's time to move on. They're the commanders now. You're thinking more about like Washington football team and Washington Redskins problem. Yeah. But commanders, commanders. have a clean slate. It's a commandos. Fresh start. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's a fresh start for the co-man. Zero scandals since becoming the commanders, if you don't count, you know, that the, new sexual assault allegation. The next day. New sexual that's harassment true. allegation. That's true. I Someone, get everything underneath the old people. Someone dropped an allegation the next day. So, but yeah, you can tell news. they waited. That was yeah. a timing thing. That was like Brian Flores waiting for Black History Month. <laughs> and hit like, Super Bowl week also. <laughs> yeah. Brian Flores was like, I could sue these motherfuckers January 31st. But uh, let's go ahead and wait one more day. Jason said, how do you like the name to me? I, I'm ambivalent about it. It's, it's not, you know, great. It's not uh, as terrible as some of the other suggestions. I think it's like anything else. People will get used to it and it'll be fine. Right. Um, they did tie it in. They, they, they sort of broke down the, the font and the logo and all that shit. And they tried to tie it into the W when the W on the helmet has like a military style font to sort of, I guess, give it a militaristic look. I think that's lame. I don't think they need to do that. They want everything to be, they want to go very military. Everything has got to be a military theme. This fucking, right. this fucking John Gruden, this piece of shit. Yeah. They, the they, black one is fire though. The, the black uniform top. Yeah. They got new not- uniforms. They got the black, all black, uh, which I don't know if they'll wear that for other than special occasion type games, but um, yeah, I think just the whole, I, you know, Commander, I know DC has government and military and all there's a ton of people in the military in DC, but I wish they would actually, I don't know, represent the real DC, quote unquote, which is like the non federal government part of the city. DC street rats, <laughs> DC street rats. Um, yeah, I mean, they yeah, could, I just they could found have... out our G, our G League team, our G League basketball team is called the Go Go's. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the DC go go. When they nice. play, when they play Kansas City, would they be like, "It's the Commander in Chiefs today"? <laughs> Hail to the Commander in Chiefs! Y'all, y'all yeah. give Tom, y'all give Tom in the chat room his his props for that. I saw that pop up in the chat rooms. Oh wait, what? I d- honestly did not see that. Room? No, <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah, Tom, <laughs> Tom, Tom W. Put it in the chat room. Uh, to do it, motherfucker. Yeah, he got to get his. He got to. I'm the clever one around here, Tom. You keep that <laughs> shit to a minimum in the chat. <laughs> Stepping on my jokes. <laughs> what is the commander's shortened like nickname? Is it going to be the Mandy? We've already talked about putting it in. I put it in the thing I wrote. It's the commies. Com- well, people have been commies. saying commies. Yeah, and, they gonna and- get called the commies. That's the first shit that happened. Not the commas. Not the commas. <laughs> It's time for the the, the end. The, the the red zone should be called the red scare zone. You know, when the, when <laughs> the red scare. <laughs> oh no! When when you beat him, you could be like, "We fucked up some commas today." Yeah, the red scare zone. Um, Mandy, I'm I going with that. Mandy. I use that Commodore's line, by the way, Andy. <laughs> oh, the com the the brick house. I told you I was good. I'm putting it in. Mm, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> uh, hear me out. We can just we can just call them the Commodores. Call the end zone, the brick house, the, mm-hmm. the little cheerleading unit will have their own <laughs> song now. They got a built-in song. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, already you ain't got to do no extra work. Got a built-in <laughs> song. By the way, I come to find as, as I'm writing this, they send me a thing to remind me. They're like, we don't they don't have a cheerleading squad. They dissolved right. it because of the shit. Oh, because of the lawsuits. Yep. They're supposed to be bringing back a uh, a co-ed cheer group on a cheerleading. Shout out to them, uh, them fact checkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, I was like, I forgot about that. And we were Fuck like, no yeah. Ass. I was like, well, listen, you can't really put goldfish in a tank of piranha. So I get yeah. it. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I get it. Yeah, let's let's not uh, let's not change our behavior. Let's just get rid of our temptations. Yeah, right. Get yeah. the goldfish out of here. 
we gonna be piranha so yeah i'm gonna i'll probably call them the mandy's that'll be my nickname for them (laughs) mandy's yeah the the mandy's or the manders it could just be the manders but mandy is better yeah and then the and then thursday was right back in court Mm -hmm. (laughs) well not court they were in a uh a congressional He's going to change the name again. It's wild listening to the Republicans. And Jason that, said and Washington just, defendants. It, just, it was all Biden's fault. That's good. And, they wanted, I was, Ugh. Ugh. and then you find I'm like, Dan Snyder is a horrible person. What does he have on this league that the he rest of the owners ain't been somebody. like, hey, man, you got to go. He know where the body's at. Yeah, he's got all the emails and he's proven himself to be a guy who will leak shit about people usually it's about like a head coach he doesn't like anymore that he wants them to resign he'll start leaking shit about how they are unprepared and you know the team Mm -hmm. hates them and shit like that like he's done that for years free agents that are about to be free agents he'll leak shit about their work ethic which uh costs them money or people who are on the trading block which costs his team because he lowers their trade value by right it doesn't make it it doesn't make any sense and you know, he is the the type of person that uh, if they push him hard enough, he'll just start leaking every email and it all will yep. be connected to John Gruden just to fuck with them. People are like, oh, well, I'll right. release every email I got with his name on it. Yeah, John Gruden's like, can you guys not uh, pursue anything with the Redskins or whatever <laughs> they are? <laughs> the Mandy's. That shit sitting on a server ready to be sent somewhere. Yeah, he's uh, Snyder. Dan Snyder is, is very Trumpy and his uh, desire to vanquish his uh, perceived enemies and get revenge on people and shit like that. He's always struck me as that type of guy. And he uh, gave money to Trump. So mm. probably loves that guy. I just saw something that said the rock has withdrawn his support for uh, Joe Rogan. I'm Someone hit the rock to, up on Twitter and said, did you see this? And we to verify this. Is this true? Yeah, he did. I saw it. He tweeted. Um, someone hit the rock up and said, Hey, Hey, Rock, have you seen this clip of Joe Rogan saying the N-word? Uh, this the compilation. That's probably what happened and made Joe apologize. The Rock? Yeah, because I can't imagine him doing it for, you know, any of us. And The oh, Rock no. replied. He's, he replied and said, oh, I hadn't seen that. Thanks for bringing it to my attention. You know, he was. Because um, well, he had said before. Be a guest he gonna, or something? He's going to hang out. He wants to meet up with Joe and have what? Mm. Like, have a drink with him or something. That died. Oh, here's a tweet. I got it here. Don Winslow tweeted at him, who I don't know who that is, but he's one of these people. Who's that just, name seems familiar, but I don't know. He has a lot. Of, he is verified and seems to get a lot of retweets. Don Winslow, dear The Rock, you're a hero to many people and using your platform to defend Joe Rogan. A guy that used and laughed about using the N-word dozens of times is a terrible use of your power. Have you actually listened to this man's many racist statements about black people? And The Rock, dear Don Winslow, thank you so much for this. I hear you as well as everyone here, 100%. I was not aware of his N-word use prior to my comments, but now I've become educated to his complete narrative. Learning moment for me. Mahalo, brother, and have a great and productive weekend. I don't know if I believe that, but if he says it. Yeah, and and to an extent, I didn't know who the fuck Joe Rogan was for a long time. So I, I could see somebody literally not knowing um, maybe somebody like The Rock, probably because Joe Rogan is so famous. But also, if you don't follow the, those things, you're not in the right the um, 
right wing shit like that. I could see you just going and not even knowing this man exists. Under other other than every time you turn around, some Spotify shit pop off because that just makes national news. Yeah, somebody retweeted it at the Rock saying, "No backsies." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had said uh, great stuff because when Joe Rogan posted his first video addressing mm-hmm. the Spotify controversy, the Rock left a comment on his Instagram: "Great stuff here, brother." Perfectly articulated. Look forward to coming on one day and bre- breaking out the tequila with you. Because, you know, he's got this tequila brand he's selling. Yeah. And then uh, the N-word video he was made aware of. He was like, oops, oops that's on me. So did my research. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I guess I, mean, I don't know how often The Rock tweets, but he seems to check his mentions from time to time because he's. Yeah. He does oh, that's unfortunate. Tanya in the chat room saying Alonzo Bowden is just still defending Joe. Ugh. Who's that? Lonzo Bowden is a really good comedian. He won last comic standing years ago. Like, dude, funny. Um, smart too, not a dumb dumb. I mean, for, for a guy like him, though, I'm like, he's probably known Joe Rogan. They've probably been friends for like 20 years. So that's what if it is? He ain't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's the thing, man. He doesn't Alonzo Bowden has never struck me as that type of dude. No. Well, he's, that's what he gotta be today. Yeah. The, where the, so where is he defending him at? I'm on his Twitter. He ain't saying nothing. So I'm looking right now. He take that shit down. Yeah, he does. <laughs> it got too hot with the N word <laughs> drop. Like what happened? <laughs> and then he puts out, he puts out a notes app. I'm going to walk away from Twitter for a while. Yeah. guys. <laughs> I'll see you in 2024. Perhaps I need to reevaluate some things in my life. He's got. Oh, a- okay. So, okay. So somebody Rogan posted a clip and then somebody immediately added Alonzo. Is this more of Joe just being Joe, as you said on your podcast? Okay. If your friend Mm. wants to make racist remarks or spew nonsense about COVID while you hang out in the back room of a club, well, okay. But I don't want to support a media company spending millions to amplify that kind of nonsense. Joe being Joe sounded too much like excusing a rapist by saying it's just boys being boys. At what point do you confront your friend and tell him to stop being an ass? Okay. And has Bowden replied to Did that? Did he reply? No. Hmm. So, I don't know. Seemed like he playing the game. He went on the Adam Carolla show January 28th. So yeah, he's yeah. a regular. Like, yeah, yeah, he's one of those guys that just is working out for him. Probably don't Remember talk about now, that. David shit. Allen Greer left has left uh Mm-hmm. Left Corolla alone. It's like I can't do this no more. Not just him, but JL Covan. JL did it too early. Man JL who famously, early. famously yeah. was not kind to Black Panther. And right. even he was like, this is, <laughs> this is too much for me. This is why I draw my line. Yep. And also, you got to think about JL. That was, at the time, his biggest current credit. Right. You know, that was like his, that was his foot in to like a huge audience. And he said, no, and he walked away from that um, to the expense, at the expense of his comedy career. Because it's not like, you know, at the time, he, as he used to always say, <laughs> he didn't have a lot going on. <laughs> But right. that was a big credit going on a gigantic podcast like that on a regular yep. basis. Shout out to integrity, man. Yeah. You know, he got out, you know. I just, I mean, maybe it's just because I'm not that kind of guy, but I just can't imagine what the, I guess, I guess that's just the game, you know, proximity to somebody doing well, hopefully it rubs off on you. But so often to me, it's like you have to dull down who you are so much to be in their proximity that you don't stand out. Like you don't give become up the blackness, man. You got to give up the blackness. Yeah. It's like, how are you going to make it anyway? If you had to give up, what could you possibly be saying over there? That's making people be like, yo, I fuck with that dude. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, because didn't Corolla go on nothing. like Tucker Carlson last week? Yeah, just yeah. last week on Thursday to talk about like oh. black Supreme Court justices yeah. and mm-hmm. all yeah. that stuff. You, you know, typical yeah. shit. But not even that's the other thing too. Like once you become that conservative kind of quote unquote comic, man, you just all hack shit. Yeah, like it's not even like they because I I'm I'm perfectly willing to give it up to somebody that does a clever joke I don't agree with. Totally mm-hmm. willing to be like, yeah, she was. He flipped he, he, the way he flipped it. You know, I'll give it up, but it don't even be. It'd be the same shit you can get from like any troll, right? right. I mean, you're picking black women. I mean, what would happen if you would have said I'm picking a oh Asian man or even worse a white man? It's like we know what you're gonna say, right? Right. I'm gonna say, you know, if you advocate for blackness, which is what we're really talking about here, if you advocate for blackness in this country, you're wrong because right. they don't think we're smart. <laughs> That's what it all comes to. No, they do not. They just do not believe as a group that we are intelligent. As long as we're doing something that that they deem we should be doing, entertain them or well, that's a big one. <laughs> entertain them in some fashion. And then shut up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And take whatever they give us. Because we're not cerebral. Mm-hmm. I just saw this is a sto- this is a story that happens every year. Uh, a high school commemorates Black History Month with a fried chicken lunch. Oh Why do we keep going? <laughs> it happens every year. <laughs> Why do fried we keep chicken, going greens, there? cornbread? It was in um, Massachusetts. Going this. Don't get me wrong. I want a plate, but why? Contra- right. and yeah, I guess You're my right. controversial going opinion is always, right. why are black people making a big deal out of this? Right. This is our food. And yes, I fucking want it. What's the problem? Right. Now I'm this mad is, this is us being mad that like there's watermelon in the break room. We costing ourselves. <laughs> like, I don't want, hey, happy Black History Month. Here's some turkey. And well, some cranberry. A, That's not black history food. Here's a problem with it. The problem with it is, is that they slap some sort of negative connotation on. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the problem to them. It's it's like right. some giggling shit. Like they like they give us this and then they stand in the corner and giggle and watch us eat it. Look but at see, them eat it. That's not even fair. Look that's not it. fair. Because the cafeteria people are black. Like it's not even fair. They they want a plate too. Well, they no, like, man, I hope they don't above, eat all this. There's people above them. It's like they was like some giggly shit to them. Yeah, look at this is what they eat. Nah, that's I don't buy it. Bitch, I don't buy it, it Randall. Too. I don't well, buy it because they also do like Chinese, uh like they do it for the Mexican month, like. This some bullshit. That's that's some self hate shit. We yeah. got talk. You fuck it up, fried chicken. You not. I'm not ashamed of liking black food, <laughs> and nobody will ever be able to make me ashamed. Come on. And for the little bit of time in my life where I felt ashamed, I am embarrassed looking back. Like, what the fuck was wrong with me? Well, what the fuck? I wouldn't mind. Who don't I wouldn't like mind this. this. I wouldn't mind this so much if 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 it wasn't seen as the special food. Just serve the shit all the time. You eat the shit too. No, fuck that. <laughs> serve it all the time and especially on fucking Black History Month. Double time this is our Black shit. What the fuck? So like, I'm not, I'm not sad at all. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, you know how mad I would be if I walked into the fucking cafeteria <laughs> and, and my fucking HBCU and they was like, serve guys, we didn't want to be stereotypical. We're going to serve your corned beef and cabbage. Yeah, we didn't want to be stereotypical. <laughs> so a, here's some here's some links. Like, that'd be you, a you, fucking riot. You don't get your black ass back there and make some fried chicken. Right. And on Friday, fresh day, they they come. We Here comes some mackerel. They'd be like, wait, it's the croaker and flounder, bitch. Honestly, if they serve this shit, people should get mad that they are capable of serving this shit. 
and be like, so y'all just be giving us bullshit all this other time. <laughs> the the uh, the student quoted in this, he says, honestly, it's I think it's just a big stereotype. It could be seen as a little racist. It's the first day of Black History Month. They couldn't have come up with a better thing than fried chicken or African cuisine. Doesn't really make much sense. His name is Liam Baker. I'm guessing he's white. Probably. Um, I don't know if there also, are. Also, they also had African cuisine. So like they went the extra mile to be like, listen, people say it's stereotypical to say Black History Month and it's fried chicken and, and collard greens. So, you know what? Let's also get some international flavor in here. Take right. it back to the motherland. And people still got mad. Yeah, they still complain. Yeah. And if it's and if you if you never had that food, we're, we got fried chicken for you. So it's if you don't, yeah. don't want to try it, don't be mad on my behalf. You fucking right. up my plate. <laughs> if you, if you feel that bad about a white man, go up there and get a plate and leave it on my tray. And then you go your ass to Chick-fil-A or some shit. The fuck? I uh. guess like if because if you go to the Blacksonian, for example, the 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 cafeteria food court area, oh, they got is, a, they got a. They got a cafeteria full mm-hmm. of fried. It's all full of it's soul, all soul food. food. And let me tell y'all something. Line <laughs> out the motherfucking yeah, the door. Yeah, we didn't even get to the, eat any because the, the line, line we didn't even get to yeah. get none. The line yeah. was so long. Next time I thought I want to try <laughs> some, but the line was too long. Everyone in line, too, because it's not like only black people go to the Black Sonia. Right. Everybody likes it. There was yeah. nobody on the sideline like, I'll wait for a mayo sandwich, please. <laughs> Everybody wants to eat that <laughs> delicious fucking chicken, man. I, I'm so sick of this deer. It's killing us. Well, I, Not, I mean, eating is it. killing us, too, but this, the, stress, <laughs> the stress is killing me that we have to go through this every right. year. Hey, this we, like right. who cares? I went to a, a Spurs game. We got to go up into a skybox once with some friends. Do that. You got some tickets. Went in the skybox, and they were just bringing chicken. Like you got to mm-hmm. eat for free in the skybox. Just bringing chicken, just fried chicken. We were just standing there. I'm like my boy Thurman said, "Y'all know we look like a stereotype to stand around this mm-hmm. <laughs> this, this plate of chicken, just stand in a circle around this shit, just eating chicken." Don't. <laughs> uh, and I would not care. Do not care. You can't trick me. Mm-hmm. Speaking of trick me in trick me into missing good food. Trick me into eating some bullshit. You gonna trick Before me? Before you even it's show me his face, Andy, food. when I saw that sentence, I was like, oh, that's some white man shit. Iowa oh, man yeah. sentenced to life in prison after killing his friend in a fight that over mayonnaise. That is some white man shit. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. Was it If Duke it had Mayo? said Iowa man sentenced life in prison after killing his friend in a fight over hot sauce, I'd have been like, oh, well. <laughs> yeah. He was uh, duking it out over mayo. You know, Tyrone, <laughs> Tyrone James <laughs> killed his friend, Raekwon. <laughs> Man, this, he, he miracle whipped somebody's ass. Yes, he did. This, <laughs> this jail is a real living Hellman's. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man. Iowa That's man was sentenced to life behind bars for the murder of a friend. He repeatedly ran over with a pickup truck after a fight about Jesus. mayonnaise. Oh, he was hot about that mayo. And, uh, Christopher Erlbacher, now 29, used his truck to ram Caleb Solberg, 30, outside a cafe in the small town of... Piska on December 17, 2020. This is in Iowa. Earl Bacher initially drove away and then came back and ran over Solberg two more times. Two had been <gasps> out drinking at a bar with another person earlier in the night in nearby Moorhead. The things took a turn when Earl Bacher spread mayo on Solberg's food, which riled Solberg and sparked a bar fight. Furious Al Bacher called Solberg's, Solberg's half brother, Craig Pryor, on the way to the cafe and threatened to set Solberg's house on fire and shoot him. Newspaper said Pryor later came to Dave's old home in Pisco, where another confrontation was brewing. 
So he he left and he came back and ran yep. over the dude. Oh, I know what happened. It was that mayo that they put like the olive mayo. Now they try to be uh, special and spice it up a little bit instead of regular mayo. I've seen that show. Like, what the fuck is the olive mayo? Yeah, the only special mayo is the spicy mayo on Popeye's chicken sandwich. Other than that, you don't want to fuck with mayo. Right. Uh, Earl Bacher's first blow to Solberg did not kill him. He can be heard screaming for his brother, <gasps> Craig Pryor. Oh, no. Yeah, he ran over and like backed up and ran over him again, basically. Earl oh, went down the street, turned around and came back to strike Solberg a second time to be sure he had completed the job. Orbacher drove his truck up and over Solberg one last time. Then he drove off. Okay, listen, I'm gonna go out on a I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that this this mayonnaise on the burger th- on the food thing that wasn't the first time some shit like this has happened between mm-hmm. the two of these people. They've had another. They have other this complications. Was, this was the last time. <laughs> yeah, it was a crime of passion. It's not. It's not murder. Yeah. It's manslaughter. Yeah, yeah, this was the last. <laughs> this was the last time. He was like, not today. <laughs> Whatever it is you're slaughter. thinking, mayonnaise may, slather, mayo <laughs> splatter. <laughs> yeah, mayo splatter too. Yeah, that works too. Yeah, and I think the 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 only defense because the guy who killed the guy, the the murderer, is the one who spread mayonnaise on the other guy's food. So he already fucked up there. Mm. Then he killed the guy, and later said, "Oh, I was drunk." That was his only real defense. The disrespect, man. I was drunk. You gonna kill now, you me? Were, you were you were you mm. weren't so drunk you didn't think to come back and finish the shit off. <laughs> hit him, hit him, drive down the street. Wait, wait, let me go back and get this motherfucker one more time. Right. <laughs> that don't sound like a drunk person. And then I said, light mayo, bitch. That's what you're gonna get. <laughs> and that's what you're gonna live by and die by. <laughs> yeah, then he uh then he he got sentenced to life in jail. This is the mugshot of the guy. Yeah. Yeah, I was I mean, gonna say this from Guest of Race, but honestly, it's so easy, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this has been like a free space. Right. Free points for everybody. And then there was a uh, Yunkin in the grocery store getting yelled at. Mm. The uh the governor. Oh, yeah, about that that heroic lady. He came to a grocery store in northern Virginia, which is where he's from. Mm-hmm. But it's not really his base. And I guess he has security or something because there's like a guy there. I think that guy was like a supporter of his. Oh, okay. That's what I think. That was weird. Shout out to my black man wearing the N95. Everybody in there got a mask on except for this motherfucker. Yeah, everybody's got a mask. The person on the left has got two on, look like. And you don't get his, uh, he's just like walking around like it's nothing. She said, Governor oh. wears a mask. He said, We're all making choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, look around you, Governor. You're in Alexandria. Read the room, buddy. Oh, because the guy gets in her face. Like, oh, don't yeah. embarrass me. <laughs> like, that's that her guy, face. That guy's, that guy's a fan of his. And she's right. I couldn't tell if that was security or not. That's I thought it was security. I was like, this ain't got security Is for the grocery Is that the Dollar store? Tree? With, bring your own bag? That could be Aldi. No, no, no. He's at a regular grocery store. Okay. Yeah, it looks like a CBS, actually. You've like never seen a fucking giant. Dollar Tree look that good. <laughs> yeah, this look looks at like all a them aisles and shit. That's oh, my produce. bad. My bad. Like a food line. I'm trying to we're figure out the making, font We're all the making sign. choices. Yeah. What choices? We're all making choices. motherfuckers sick? Right. We're all making choices. Look around 
you, Governor. You're in Alexandria. Read the room. Also, if he would have been wearing his mask, you probably wouldn't even recognize him. Oh, this guy. <laughs> he's dodging a bullet. Asshole. This guy back here. He's not wearing a mask either. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, shit. Let me turn around. <laughs> yeah, when you're the governor, you're the governor. You're supposed to be setting an example, right? Well, this is the example he wants to set. He's signaling to people. Who are you signaling to? He's We're all making choices. Don't wear masks. We're all making individual choices that don't have anything right. to do with anyone else but us. Right. Mm-hmm. right. I don't care about what the society, the greater society around me. He should turn and be like, we're all making choices. And 60% of white women like you chose me. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're yelling at the wrong person. Yell at your friends. Say, then she hit him back. I'm in the 40%, motherfucker. Right, yeah. <laughs> and I don't I got vote. no friends in that 60%. And then right, she, I didn't vote for you. And then she walks out the store with her black husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Brian Flores. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, that made the news because I guess someone just happened to be filming. I don't think this was a coordinated thing where she was like, start the camera. I'm going to yell. No, it wasn't. Like, we used it. We used it yeah. on the show because in our meeting, it popped up. I was like, oh, we're using this. <laughs> we're using this. It's Alexandria, buddy. Read the room. Read the we're room, all making buddy. choices. Did we get any feedback, Andy? We did get some feedback. I was actually looking because uh, I realized I hadn't done that. I was looking on the youtube channel uh we got a couple comments on youtube uh echo said randolph hit that pawn shop or facebook marketplace for an amp um and he also said uh after women's got rights beat your kids had a good run ak in the clutch okay so then aj left a couple comments we definitely need a new green book but actually actually i know you're getting them jokes off rod but west virginia ain't really that bad charleston is pretty easy going and funny thing, best lemon pepper wet wings I ever had was in West Virginia. Now, for you, Rod, West Virginia is going to be one big hellscape because there's literally an Arby's on every corner and they stay with a line in the drive through. It's Arby's Which, town. It's an Arby's state. Of course there is. Not Arby's state. All those places are giving money to the GLP. Yep. Yeah. To me, I see you see Arby's, I see a KKK house. <laughs> oh, no. So to me, I, I don't even understand how you can you can live with yourself, but okay. Uh, AJ also said, who knew, who knew that Mike was a Ben Simmons truther? Yeah, where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we got a couple comments um, slash emails. Let me pull them up here. Uh, John sent us this article. This is what I was actually going to bookmark about the Golden Corral brawl, which we'll get to in a Didn't second. Did we talk about the brawl a little bit? We didn't talk about it. It came. It, it happened after our last episode. And yeah, then Edward's new. Left a comment. Hold up, Rod on Rod's on HBO now. I've been slacking, going to work and whatnot. Keep on shining. No, he got that three GO bump. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, one of the many beneficiaries, baby. Let's go. And then uh, Rob said in response to my question uh, about the My Pillow guy. See these My Pillow? They're trying to cancel me ads. They're on MSNBC, and I think I've also seen them on BNC, generally on news channels. Plus some channels with syndicated shows. Same place you see those Jimmy Walker commercials. Call now. Well, those commercials are terrible. <laughs> I haven't seen the My Pillow guy. I watch MSNBC. I got to. Maybe I just don't watch commercials. This is what it is. Um, Mark says almost every black sitcom turned into deep drama. Somebody getting shot or drug addicted or something. They weren't putting these actors in real TV drama, so they would make a way where they could. The only thing funny I remember about Rock was that he liked to bring home stuff he found on the garbage route. 
right before mm-hmm. Married with Children too. What a tone shift. Yeah, every once in a like every sitcom in, even the white ones had a very special episode, but the ratio on black shows was like four very special episodes for every one funny episode. It wasn't right. even close to fair. Yeah. Right. Today we're gonna learn something. Except for Martin. I don't think Martin ever had special very special. Yeah, episodes. yeah. Martin that, yeah, Martin was really good about being silly. There were a few that were really just mostly silly. Yeah. You know, or they had the they did it the white ratio, you know, like uh, right. Family Matters was kind of like the white ratio where it was funny, 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 funny. And then Reginald Vell Johnson, like, now y'all got to give me something to do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. OK, <laughs> yeah. I'm not coming in this bitch. I got to shoot a kid. Something like gotta- <laughs> I shot a kid. <laughs> I shot a kid. I shot a kid. I think that clip was on YouTube at one point. Just him saying I shot a kid. <laughs> it was dark. So something in his hand. Oh, that clip is on. Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up. That is the best. That is honestly the best propaganda that has ever slid through for me because it worked. I finished Die Hard. I said, "Damn man, he feels terrible. You shot that kid. Maybe police ain't that bad." Shit. <laughs> right. As soon as the credits came, I on, shot a they kid. Got yeah. Yes. I shot a kid. I shot a kid. <laughs> I shot a kid. And I feel like I can't, you know, much like the Georgetown HBCU thing, I know I can't be the only one as a black person. This is the he then went and started a family with Harriet. Yes, this is where it picked up. He got married. Urkel moved in next door, and the rest is this is where Phantom Matters. That's all the same character to me. It is. (laughs) That's the same guy. Yeah. He never talked much about what he did before the family. Yeah. (laughs) Don't don't ask him about Nakamoto Tower. Don't even don't even start him on that. You know what I'm thinking of? Their special episode was the one where his his son got caught, got pulled over by the by the white police officer. Yeah. That shit was deep. Yeah, I know. He had to go up there and get mad at the cops. Yeah. I pulled over a kid. Mm-hmm. I shot a kid. We've been doing the we've been doing the talk uh in pop culture for a long time mm-hmm. with black shows. So just another one of those long traditions in black sitcoms. Can't be funny every time. That's funny. Jason Carter saying in the chat room, Ricky survived getting shot in the boys in the hood and went on to be in the NFL yep. and starring the best man. That's a, good, that's a good one. That's a good one. I believe it. So it's true. <laughs> I got a ton of those. Yeah, he went on to be somebody. You play a you a black actor, you play a role too good. It's like that's then he bro. lost his wife to cancer, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We got one more email. It's actually a long one from Joe. It came in yesterday. Uh, Fragility Enablers is the title. What's up, everybody? How does somebody get to thinking they can pick and choose which parts of the medical establishment they accept? I don't want your negligent vaccine, but go ahead and stick that heart you pulled out of a dying human being into me and then give me pharmaceuticals that I have to take for the rest of my life, which will leave me open to all kinds of illness if I'm not extremely careful. But keep that Moderna away from me. Yes, this makes all the sense in the world. His daddy wants to say, he has these principles, but those principles wouldn't have get, wouldn't have him leaving his wife a widow with three kids because he won't take a vaccine for her, but is somehow willing to take or to go through major transplant surgery from the same people he won't let convince him to take a vaccine. If they told him they were injecting him twice with ivermectin before the transplant, you know he would have done it too, dumbass. I also wonder mm-hmm. what Pops thinks about the vaccine since he's the embodiment of comorbidities himself. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, there's a side note. There's another story like that this week about another transplant guy who another said, one. Yeah, it was another let transplant. me die. Like, he's defiant. Um, 
Joe says, okay. as, as for the enablers, I heard John McWhorter talking to Larry Wilmore about his little book. If any of you heard that interview, maybe you got a different impression. To me, it sounded like Larry was working very hard to prove he could have one of those civilized conversations with someone he said he disagreed with. I don't recall Larry stating anything with uh, with which he actually disagreed. In fact, right. it seemed like McWhorter spent more time disagreeing with himself, introducing language to clarify some of the more chest out moments in his book so as not to burn bridges the more moderate and or progressive people that he still wants to associate with while making money off the more conservative people he agrees with only when it comes to black people, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I think having the conversation is just a new euphemism for a softball interview. Yeah, I I did listen to that episode. You did listen to it. What'd you get out of it? Um, exactly I, I what John is saying. It. John is 100% accurate. Because um, I, I listen for my intellectual curiosity because... When ta- when um W Kamau Bell went on there, Larry challenged him a few times throughout that conversation. Right. right. And, I, I and I and I and I yeah, and I like those challenges for the record. I I think you should answer the question because why what's the fucking point? If if all the stuff we believe can't stand up to somebody asking a question, then we then we then we're full of shit, right? Mm-hmm. right. So I'm like, yeah, answer it, you know. And, and if you don't know, it's fine to say, hey, I don't know, Larry. Like, we're working that out. And I, I thought it was a good interview. Um, similarly. I would have loved to see John McCorder get challenged. And I said, maybe Larry will hit him in a couple of these, uh, what I consider to be uh, uh, logical fallacies that he houses in his work. Weak spots. And no, Larry, Larry just, they they agreed all the way through it. And then the end result was on some like, well, see, that just proves that you can have a conversation. I'm like, all you did was agree with him and let him peddle his book. That's not, right. that's nothing. And it's, but then you, but you, you but you didn't do that. Mm-hmm. To W. Kamal Bell. And now, I listened to, listen to W. Kamal Bell because I wanted to hear what W. Kamal Bell had to say. That's and McWhorter is also a bit of a coward, in my opinion, because when they were about to have a disagreement, he would just soft pedal it so like, ah, you know, and, and so it wouldn't it wouldn't come up. They never like like Larry didn't even have a chance to really disagree like well he'd be like well i kind of disagree with you there and then you know john would be like oh yeah but you see what i'm saying though right and then just move yeah, on i'm like no niggas go fight yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why i mean they, yeah. these have a conversation moments because rogan's fans say that a lot too he's just having conversations that's just called a softball interview that's mm-hmm. nothing new people have been doing that for a long time and for especially for rogan fans i don't know how wilmore fans are but yeah. rogan fans love to love to talk about how he's a free speech guy and he'll put himself out there on the edge and he'll say what's not said and what needs to be said. No, he just puts, puts these people on a show, doesn't challenge them, gives them these softball questions, like some kind of weird Barbara Walters soft lighting kind of interview from the eighties. And they act like that's a hardcore free speech moment. It's, it's the opposite of that. Um, Having a conversation is not impressive. There's nothing to that. Anyone can have an agreeable conversation. We said that last week. People have conversations. You have conversations all day, every day. Yeah. It's not right. that big a deal. <laughs> uh, Joe says, do Shaq and Barkley not think we don't have memories of them from when they were younger and more reactionary? Is it right. the money, the fame, or the Papa John's on command that makes them so comfortable with chastising today's players for what they either did or wish they could have done? It's like the moment some of these guys start wearing the suits to work behind the broadcast booth, they become part of the man up and or pull your pants up brigade. You know right. that there are players 20 years older than them who said the same shit about them. At that and that 20 years from now, Ben Simmons will be at a desk somewhere calling somebody who isn't even born yet weak for some reason. We can only hope that someone <laughs> calls him on his hypocrisy when it happens. 
Um, Shaq just didn't Shaq just say something last just a couple days ago. He's against vaccine mandates. There it is. Yeah. It's like you you grew up in a family where people got vaccinated, mandated. You got vaccinated, mm-hmm. mandated. That's you came up in a military family, which means you came up in the same way I came up. So don't come at me with this bullshit now about how you don't believe that's bullshit. You you came up that way. But he also had said like a few months ago that he would like punch Kyrie Irving in the face or some shit like that. Yeah, for not being vaccinated. For hurting the team because of his his lack of vaccination. So I don't know if he has his feelings have evolved that here's what he said look i encourage everybody to, to be safe and take care of your family i do but there's still some people that don't want to take it and you shouldn't have to be yeah. forced to take something that you don't want so i don't think people are being forced to take well there are some there are i mean listen oh, we have a mandate yeah. at cbs that's forced we have a mandate at cbs but my but my point that's forced but where no, i wholeheartedly that's forced no it's not forced it is forced because if the man don't take it the man will get fired but that's not forced. That's a choice. How's that forced? Yeah. That's a choice. Yeah. We have a policy here. If you you can't, if you work at CBS and you're on on-air talent at CBS, you got to wear a suit when you go on air. Generally, if you don't wear a suit, you can't be on air. And I guarantee you, TNT. So your choice is either wear this suit and go on air or don't. I guarantee you TNT has made sure everybody around Shaq is vaccinated. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody on that set. Just ridiculous. Absolutely. Well, in his quotes from like the early in the NBA season, like maybe even before the season started, where he got vaccinated um, because he's thinking about his mother and other people in his life who are vulnerable and he wants to make sure they're safe. He was saying all those kinds of things mm-hmm. um, a few months ago. And a lot of it was in relation to the Kyrie Irving situation, which was just beginning to happen around you know September, October, November. And now here he is kind of like doing it about face on that. And just saying, yeah, people, it's almost like Glenn Youngkin. We're we're all making He is doing it about face. Not kind of se- in yeah. September, he was telling, saying the Nets need to get Kyrie's ass up out of here. Yeah. If he's not going to get vaccinated. So what the fuck is he talking about? And maybe he's is doing Sha- an athlete thing. A, I want everybody to like me guy. Yeah, that's weird. He kind of might guy? be. There's that athlete thing, though, where it's like anything to get on the field or anything to get on the court. So maybe within the confines of basketball. You should be forced to get a vaccine, but in life, other than that, maybe you shouldn't. I mean, I don't know. It, it's it seems like because when he talks about basketball, it's completely different. It's you know we right. gotta Kyrie has to get vaccinated, or you cut him or get rid of him. And I wouldn't allow that if I was on his team, and I'd punch him in the face and all this shit. Well, then you, you th- would force make a mandate that he that he be mm. vaccinated, right? Yeah, that's what a mandate okay. is. Like <laughs> it's splitting hairs at at some point. Ridiculous. Uh, so I don't know. It's. Outside of basketball, he's, I guess, is thinking about that, that worker who doesn't, who's going to lose their job. Bullshit. It's just, just, it's bullshit. You know, and he says, you're forcing somebody. No, you're not. It's a choice. Mm -mm. Your choice is that that he get fired. Yes. That's the consequences of the choice of deciding not to, you lose your job. Jobs have dress codes. Don't jobs have dress codes. I'm sorry. Did I I miss something? Jobs have dress codes, right? Generally. What you can and cannot say. Yeah. Right. Walk into your job with your dick out, fellas, and see what happens. You're not going to work there no more. That's that's how the shit goes. Unless you work at CNN. Yeah, well. You get to work there for like 20 years, then you won't work there no more. CNN is a different world, right? We're not talking about them. We're just, we're talking about where ordinary people live. You know, (laughs) (laughs) this is, this is every, every place. It's like all these mandates. Every place has some sort of thing that you have to, codings that you have to abide by. Everyone. You can't send your kid to school if they're not vaccinated. They ain't right. taking your child in. You can lie. 
<laughs> people do that, but they're not taking your child in if your child's not vaccinated. That's that's how it goes, man. The fuck are you talking about? It's that. It's but also, it's like if you want to have empathy for the guy who's going to lose his job. Okay, but what's your solution to that problem? The solution right. is and the pandemic. As someone, I think someone to put it on on Twitter. This one is saying the enemy here is COVID. It's not your boss yes, or your company. COVID. Get rid of COVID, and this problem doesn't exist anymore. So the only reason, the only way to get rid of COVID is to mask up or don't put yourself in positions where you're spreading it around. And if everybody did that, then we wouldn't have this problem. So if you have empathy for the guy who's going to lose his job, get rid of the situation where that's even a factor in him keeping his job is, is yep. dealing with COVID. And instead that all their smoke is for all the wrong people. It's, it's a constant thing. Bill Maher, the whole thing about the medical establishment on the show last night, all his smoke is for the wrong people. It's not for the people spreading the shit around. What right. did he do now? It was, it was a, his final eight minute segment. Um, it wasn't new rules. It was something else, but it was about the medical. First they said, wear, don't wear a mask. And they said this mask, this and that mask doesn't work. Then they said this, and they they get things wrong a lot. And, this, and I was like, they're not the problem, Bill. Like, if you're frustrated about the pandemic, aim your guns at the right people. I can, I understand mm-hmm. frustration about the pandemic still going on. We all have mm-hmm. that. Yeah, they don't. He don't want to do that because that means you have to point them at fellow people that actually are in your group, your mm-hmm. constituents. Yeah. And nobody ever wants to do that. And so it's like you don't want to go after the system. You rather blame the people that are short staffed, overworked, long hours and people coming in there with COVID, cussing them out to the till they take their last breath. You rather blame those people than the people that uh, uh, actually just need to take the shots. Yeah, he was really he was literally like bringing up AIDS and how people were wrong about. They said wrong things about AIDS. And sometimes the, the medical community gets things wrong. It's like. Yeah, that's not the point. The point is they're the not science, the ones for the problem. The science changes. Science yes. evolves and science changes. And as it does, you roll with it. That's that's how viruses work. Right. Trevor that's Noah, medication. Trevor Noah had a segment where he talked about Joe Rogan. And one yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Trevor Noah. He's not from here. I, anyway, Trevor does what he does. I, I I'm not I'm not mad at Trevor, but uh the second half of it was the part that I was like, that's a great point that no one makes, which is you can't a broke, you know, it's the broken clock thing. He's like a broken clock can say it'll be four o'clock and it will be four o'clock at some point. That does not mean the clock works. And he was basically saying that about (laughs) Joe Rogan having these conversations where occasionally he stumbles into something where it's like, yeah, okay. The cloth masks are not enough. Yeah. He was saying that last year, but when he said it, that wasn't true. Omicron didn't exist. It was fine. (laughs) Omicron exists. You can't count that shit as being right. You know what I mean? Right. Like that—that that was the one point he made in that dialogue. Where I was like, I've heard, I've, I've heard every other point for and against Joe Rogan, but not that. And also, a lot of people, even leftists, like to talk about. Well, Biden in May mm-hmm. said you can right. take your mask off. Yeah, but then in like August, he said put your mask back on. He right. didn't just stop talking about COVID in May of 2021. Right. Well, he said, "What we not supposed to do that anymore?" Yeah keep up like what's and, wrong and, and and you know the worst part they they do keep up and they yeah. do know they're purposely doing that and i that's why i won't have conversations with them is it, it, show me one of these motherfuckers is actually confused right like they always talk about some other imaginary motherfucker out here that's confused no <laughs> no one's confused you either willfully are not complying or you're doing the right thing there is right. no in between there's no one going huh is it is it a mask or is it not a mask I can't remember. Right. 
And then all you got to do is Google that shit to paraphrase yeah, the, and Harris. All these people are doing the right thing. If I say, hey, they're like, the CDC is so confusing. Okay, so you get COVID. What are you going to do? Right. I'm going to quarantine for five to 10 days. I'm get tested. I'm going to tell I pass the test. I'm not going to leave my house. Right, motherfucker. So what are we arguing about? Right, <laughs> right. right. Who don't know this? Uh, yeah, and it's the fault of the unvaccinated. Jason saying it's it's, it's yep. their, oh, I yes. say it's their fault specifically. Mm-hmm. My anger is all my anger has been pointed in their direction. Like, you can't name me one problem that has been fixed by these people not being vaccinated. Right. Right. And you can't name me one problem that hasn't been made worse by these people not being vaccinated. But so what are we talking to, but about? According to the but according to the, these people, we're supposed to be understanding of them. And the or reason we're supposed to understanding of them is because they're getting wrong information. We're supposed to get mad at doctors and the medical establishment yeah. mm-hmm. and scientists and all that mm-hmm. stuff. We're supposed to get mad at those people who are like literally quitting in exhaustion because they're overworked at these hospitals and just can't, and they're getting yelled at and all that shit. They're the ones supposed to be mad at. Like, wh- how does that solve anything being mad at them? I got to have empathy for these motherfuckers that literally are the most selfish people in the, in the process. Right, because you won't right. stay at home and die. You get sick. Like, you actually take yourself to the hospital. Like Maybe we gave them too much empathy. Is anyone stopping thought like maybe us and all this like, you know, I really care. And it's important how people feel. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe at some point we should be like, it really doesn't matter how you feel because coronavirus don't care. Doesn't right. give a fuck. Yeah, coronavirus uh, is very much about fuck your feelings. Yes. So, I mean, this is this is the story that I was referring to. He's declining a coronavirus vaccine at the expense of a life saving transplant. I was born free and I'll die free. Like, you have empathy for this dude. This is not the guy from last week. This is a different story. Right. Kidney disease. Yes. When that. am I supposed to feel? Yeah. What is he talking about? Then, then you chose to die. Okay. Yeah, right. and I'm and I'm fine with your with that being your choice and your decision. And I will forever say this: unvaccinated people act like they're the only people that's mad and tired and exhausted. Bitch, I'm mad too. Everybody's right. upset. Man, you got severe kidney disease. What are you talking about? I, this isn't even my problem. Why is the news mm-hmm. talking to you? Because he's white. <laughs> There's not a situation in this world that I'll ever that I'll get a vaccine. He told the Post, "If I'm laying on my deathbed and they tell me you have a kidney waiting, if you get this shot." I'll tell them I'll see you on the other side. The only way this makes sense is if he's reverse psychology in the, the, the list. Right. Like maybe he's like number 37 on the list. <laughs> so then he comes out and dares the list. Like, I, I don't give a fuck if you made me next on the list, you bitches. <laughs> I'll never take a kidney on my dead motherfucking body. Yeah. Well, bring, bring me a kidney in here. Put a kidney in the cooler and bring it in this room. <laughs> see, yeah. we'll see what I do. Or he, or he knows he'll never get called on it because he's so far mm-hmm. down the list. It's like a comic in yeah. the back who's mm-hmm. not booked. Like, I'd be killing it if I was up there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> never have to prove yeah. that. So, yeah, I don't understand why they even um, write a story about this guy. Who cares? Right. Mm-hmm. And you, he's one of the rare ones because a lot of them say that shit. And then what do we hear the story come out? Uh, Yeah, I fucked up. I wish I took that shot. Or either they yeah. actually survived coronavirus. Yeah. And then they like the loudest voice in the room going at everybody, telling everybody. Like that comedian. Like, I almost left here. That comedian that was Michael Che's friend. No, that was uh, Michael Blackson's friend. Michael Blackson's yeah. friend. And then he he fucking was on his deathbed and his family was like, yeah, he said he should have took the vaccine. Right. That's why I don't believe yeah. him because that's why the hospitals are full up with y'all. Y'all not about that life. You just talking. Yeah, yeah. And at that yep. point, it's too late. Correct. Um, this ain't nothing but people that's like, man, I wouldn't even fuck Holly Berry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right, buddy. You like uh, her? Really? Seriously? Yeah. 
Um, sure. One more part of Joe's email. Uh, man, just when you start thinking good times with anything, but it's a TV show. You all bring up rock. That was a difficult show to watch. I also remember the show where Lorenz Tate called South Central. That was also rough. I never watched South Central. I never watched that one. Um, it's like there couldn't be more than three black people in a comedy series without the need to show how hard it is in the world. Even on Fresh Prince, I think Carlton shot Will once, maybe yeah. even about some drugs. It's a blur from a show I didn't watch that much. Now they want to make that show into a drama. I don't, it probably needed to be in, it in the first place. If white people weren't so intent on having black people provide the haha for them, the black people wouldn't have, have to sneak a dramatic moments into sitcoms in order to do real acting. I really wanted to go into the idea of needing a new fangled bottle with an app to track water consumption. I mean, you can't just look at the empty water bottles, but then I got caught up with work stuff and the whole day goes by and I drank maybe one bottle of water. I don't know about the app part though. Jeff Bezos knows too much already. It's none of his fucking business. How much water I drink in a day. That's all I've got. Excellent work. Uh, you know what? If you drink a lot of water, you won't have any kidney problems and then you won't be on a transplant list competing with that dude. Yeah, and the other thing you have to realize too, uh, anytime you start thinking about tracking you and and the internet and all this stuff, you, you ain't nobody. <laughs> right. <laughs> Might as well let them track you, dog. You ain't nobody. Ain't gonna do nothing but make your life easier. Yeah. Get some get some targeted ads. Sometimes shit that yeah. you like will come up. I log into Facebook. It's like, hey, um, we noticed you love your wife. What do you think about these jewelry? I'm like, that's good. <laughs> Let me go check this site out. We was listening to you talking about, about a water bottle. Would you like one, a new one? Yeah. I did see that uh, the metaverse, uh, people are groping each other in the metaverse now. I saw some woman say she was raped and gang raped in the metaverse. And I was like, I don't even know what that means. What, what, the fuck? <laughs> what, what, is, what is the metaverse? I'm confused. That How does mean? that happen? It's virtual reality type shit. So you can't feel it, obviously. But um it's like playing online games. You just want to play a game and now people are being racist at you. It's like, oh, I thought I was you don't even play. have legs in the metaverse. You don't. <laughs> it's just <laughs> you don't. Can you feel it? You can't feel it. This is an article from December. A woman. Shout out to somebody it. logging in like, oh, they groping. <laughs> Shit, I'm about to motherfucking start an account. Well, sexually harass on Meta's VR. I'm going to put some big platform. titties on my avatar. <laughs> I want to get groped. Um. Not everything's been warm or fuzzy. According to Meta, November 26th, a beta tester reported something deeply troubling. She had been groped by a stranger on Horizon Worlds. On December 1st, Meta revealed that she'd posted her experience in a Horizon Worlds beta. What did he touch? On How Facebook. does it work? I think it's, uh, yeah, there I was being virtually groped is her quote. Um, did you virtually feel this groping? Yeah, how does it feel it? Yeah, is there like a video thing of of this? I think it's like you. I don't know if she posted the video, but I think it's like you're moving through this world, this this virtual world, and then mm-hmm. five guys surround you, and you can't now have fun in this world, and they're like oh. poking at you and fucking with you. Like you don't get to move freely in the world oh, because that that is a problem. Yes, that's a problem. Yeah, it's it's, you, it's the same thing where online gaming became just a place for people to yell racist shit at each other. Right. Uh, so it's basically targeted harassment. Yeah, yes. it's harassment. Yeah, but in, it's like uh, in a virtual 3D world. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then this woman says that she was. I mean, I mean, she, we don't have those suits yet. Those uh, tack, those haptic feedback suits. One day, I guess they'll be, you'll be able to mm-hmm. wear that. But so she couldn't feel it. But it was just the idea that someone just can come and ruin her metaverse experience. That was being virtually groped in a snowy fortress with my brother-in-law and husband watching. Yeah. What you gotta what pay? Do? You gotta they pay like just virtually nine ninety nine a month on Black.com to get that. 
Um, yeah. So she said she was, ver- I, yeah, I, I guess she went on, she went live or did a, a thing about it. Mm. Um, in between a way with zombies and demons to shoot down, I was hanging out next to big bro, four, four, two, waiting for our next attack. Suddenly big bro, four, four, two's disembodied helmet faced me dead on his floating hand approached my body and he started to virtually rub my chest. Stop. I cried. This goaded him on. And even when I turned away from him, he chased me around making grabbing and pinching motions near my chest. Emboldened, he even shoved his hand toward my virtual crotch and began rubbing. There I was being virtually groped in a snowy fortress. So, well, isn't this this was like a game where they were shooting people with bows and arrows, right? Oh, uh, shooting zombies, zombies shooting zombies. Well, she should have been able to shoot him dead. I think you mm-hmm. can't shoot your teammates though. Well, they should they should uh they're gonna that. have to fix this. That's I mean, this is volume version one. They never considered this kind of shit when they roll this when stuff they make, out. No, they never and considered this shit. They'll have to do some type of patch. And now they've gotten themselves in the video game world, which means they're going to have to start dealing with harassment, dealing mm-hmm. with banning people and shit. It's just a, mm-hmm. another headache. Also, they can get a few more clicks on Facebook. It's yeah, a cat and mouse game, when... too, because they'll they'll set up like maybe a perimeter around you where no one can get that close to you. But then people will find a different way to kind of box you in or just right. fuck up your experience because you're logging in to have recreation in the in the metaverse playing video games and if someone fucks up your experience just by getting in your face and even if they're not virtually groping you they can still mess with yep. you so there's got to be a way to like almost like social media mute people block people and erase them from your experience if you need to i'm sure yeah. they'll come up with that yeah and this is what happens when we've always talked about this when these dude bros come up with this shit you don't have any Body other than white males in the room you have no women no people of color nobody else so everybody it's a fucking surprise every single time when sexism and racism and homophobia right. not everybody acts like oh my god you're like well bitch how many times do i need to go through the circle just pre-plan it you know what's gonna happen well at least now we know louis ck's uh handle on metaverse so we just <laughs> big, oh, no! <laughs> big red bro 442 <laughs> yeah i mean that's him Every every new platform is just a, there's going to be shitty people on it because that's just the nature of it now. Because people yeah. are a problem. They want to yeah. roll it out and then they'll fix it in post if they can at all. And it, at some point, it's just going to be the cost of going into the metaverse is you might get sexually harassed and uh, virtually groped and shit. And that's yeah. going to be it. All of a sudden, you the problem. And then they'd be like, well, you know, not as many people is coming. We're not. Yeah, because. You allowed this shit to happen, so people that was like, I didn't come here for that, just was like, Well, I, I guess I won't be here no more. I got banned from the metaverse, it's bullshit. It'll be like those kinds of things, too. Yeah. All I did was trying to pinch virtual nipples. <laughs> All right, <laughs> she's back from the date, y'all. Oh, oh good. Oh, okay. the hot cocoa, hot <laughs> things went amazing, really went very well. Oh, uh, was it marshmallows in the cocoa? I don't know how they drink their cocoa. What is the? Uh, <laughs> I know. Was it instant or not? I, I got questions. Along. I don't. I don't ask questions. <laughs> is she wearing a new like five dollar ring that he got her? I know. <laughs> was it? Was it mixed with water or milk? <laughs> it's uh, it's one of them little, one of them little cafes, one of them little cafes where you can get, you know, smoothies and shit like that. Now, this, does this kid have a job? Does he have, like, where does his money come from? Does, does I don't know, was it an allowance? <laughs> Who's paying for this? She got no money. I don't I mean, know. She had, her, she had her good coach purse on, so I would assume she did. Not yeah. the good purse? Yeah, she took the good purse. 
<laughs> trying to make a make a uh, make an trying impact. Trying to razzle there. dazzle. I got I got to dress yeah, up, daddy. Good coach Perswitter. So. Oh, that's so sweet. You know, we bought her an Oculus for Christmas, so I have to watch out for that. But I don't let her go in with other people right now. I don't blame you. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's the new yeah, shit now. The VR. I won't. I won't. I won't let her. You know. I think Dominic was getting into that stuff too, the virtual reality yeah. stuff. And it's so like crazy for Christmas. Like a lot of people end up yeah. buying it for Christmas. Yeah, I reached out to Romaine about it. Which one should I look into and stuff like that? Yeah. I think that Oculus run about two ninety nine. Yeah. About, about as much. It was about as much as an as an Xbox. A little less than Xbox. It's a whole world. I'm not I'm not really. But she aware. plays Xbox every day. You know, mm-hmm. I like my Xbox too. Xbox every day. Did some like you better start playing that fucking Oculus. <laughs> you, oh, you can go on your. I co- spent too much money. Hot chocolate date virtually. Yeah. You know, you don't. Need oh, you that. can practice practice her guitar. So as long as he ain't trying to go on dates in the metaverse, you see what happens. I know. There. I, like, I, know. You know yeah. to, I don't know. That don't sound yeah, like does, that's gonna end well. Does that coach bag have virtual mace in it? <laughs> because. <laughs> <you> <laughs> <mean>. <laughs> A virtual yeah, they're gonna stun gun. So, they're gonna have to make it so women can just kill somebody if they start fucking with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotta they definitely got to make it so you can block people or something. Yeah. yeah, some kind of like just like Twitter, you can just mute and block and just get them yeah. out of your way, so they can't. They can no longer be part of your your universe. You got to be able right. to curate that shit. They, they they really have to across the board with social media and everything else, give you much more powerful tools to curate what yeah, you see curate your space what times of mm-hmm. day you see those things what kinds of people mm-hmm. can interact with you how long they've been on the platform these you should be able to to tweak to check a million different boxes on what and you don't want. they have somebody on staff to do this to think of these things yeah they don't listen to those people guarantee you these ideas that came up and everybody was like nope yeah because that limits engagement yeah. and the whole yes the whole thing and the whole engagement. purpose is for us to bump like, into you each got other nobody yeah. on staff that that to be like hey listen why don't we give people a way to just block people? They do. They got yeah. somebody and they suggested it would turn down and now they're testifying yes. in front of Congress. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to be able to block any account that joined um, less than six months ago as a rolling yeah. six month thing. Every single account. You have to be on Twitter for six months. I'd like maybe. to be able to go into Facebook groups and go no one from this group. Right. <laughs> just like, oh, yeah. Insurrection. The insurrection fans. OK, yeah, right. let's go ahead and. I don't right. want to be in no shooting no dragons with these niggas. Well, it wasn't an insurrection, Rod. It was a it was a peaceful uh, mm. com- conflict resolution with patriots. At least that's according yeah, was, to the G. It was legitimate so. political discourse, is what it was. Legitimate with, with, with patriots. Patriots <laughs> setting up <laughs> setting up gallows out front, but it was legitimate. Take, t- taking America back. Mm-hmm. Legitimate. Y'all want to bring this one home? Yes, sir. Yeah, let's All do right. it. Uh, we got a million stories we didn't get to, but you guys can look them up on your own. Michelle Malkin got banned from Airbnb. Um, What's she do? It's for attending hate rallies. They're very specific. You can't oh, rent Airbnbs if you're going to hate rallies. <laughs> she speaks at them. So. What, you in my house? You using my house for that bullshit? Right. <laughs> um, Airbnb. Uh, Rudy Giuliani, of course, the masked singer. Yeah, that made me upset. Uh, we didn't get to the Golden Corral brawl. Yeah, really, Julian, that's just classic imagery. Yeah, but this guy tried to overthrow the government. Like It's not just some. Well, that one made me upset because I know how television is is done now. Yeah. And uh, who booked him? Remember, they had Sarah Palin last year singing Baby Got yeah. Back. On who, that show. Well, who's booking? 
What are you doing? Oh, the, the mask. Yeah, and the thing about the mask singer, don't nobody know who they are till they take their mask yeah, off. Yeah, why are you? Why are so you trying somebody, to court these people? Right. So that's what you're doing. You're trying to court whoever likes them. You're yeah. trying so to, you and you're trying to reform his image. Yep. Yeah, that's what it is. Reform them that and dancing dance. with the stars, shit yes. all over. I about to say them and dancing with the stars do that. Yeah. Yep. Who the fuck is in charge of the booking? I'll tell you, it was a charge. Whiteness. Yep. yep. <laughs> Ain't they always? <laughs> what both say white people <laughs> right okay and we never got to john stewart defending joe rogan but again he's yeah whiteness same story he tore like there's the a Chanel. theme this week yeah <laughs> <laughs> whole thing hey welcome to whiteness history month everybody yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. like all these people be getting redeemed some other white person be like haven't we had enough <laughs> let's just listen and engage and have conversations that'll solve everything guys yeah right. like the like like joe rogan has an open platform by the way right like go go engage with him nigga right. you have his number not us <laughs> latoya is saying that whoopi goldberg was interesting oh that was interesting yeah whoopi goldberg was i understand her mentality but she's a little bit too old to have it mm-hmm. say it like that she's too she's too old and experienced to have the mentality but I get it. I get where it comes from. It's you seeing know? things through a, a, an American lens, basically. Right. Right. Racially. And, you know, I was immediately taken back to that essay. If you've never written it, that James Baldwin wrote about Jewish people and how mm. black people feel about Jewish people. Black people don't have a problem with Jewish people. Black people have a problem with white people, <laughs> basically, is what the what the article is. And then, then to black people, they white. You know. In America, for sure. Yeah, in America, other other parts of the world is different, but here yeah, they're America. white. America, so if you're yeah. looking at it through an American lens, that's what you see. Well, race is a dividing line with Jews. They just chose a dividing line, but it's not about skin color. But they still created right. a different race in their right. minds called Jewish. But it just wasn't a skin color. It's not. You don't have to just have a skin color difference to have a right. race difference, right. quote unquote. But in you this know. country. The skin color is your line of demarcation, right. particularly the further down the further down the skin color you go, down the color rabbit hole you go. Found a way, Newton. Found a way aside. The further you go down, <laughs> you know the the skin color. The, you know, and uh, that's that's the dynamic she's working under. Now, having said that, she's a little bit too old to be working underneath that dynamic. She's too old and too worldly to not know these things. That that's the bigger. That's that. I don't know if that's an issue to me, but that to me, I'd be like, really? That's you don't you don't you haven't figured that out yet. You you believe that, you know, you believe that she's a little too old for that. Could be a terminology thing, just like Larry Wilmore wants Jim Crow to mean one thing. She might want racism to mean one thing and maybe a different term for something else. You know, like racism is skin color based dividing lines in her mind. So, you know, she's like, well, it's managing humanity to man. No, it's not. It never is. <laughs> it never is. The inhumanity was done in the actions. The actions were the inhumanity. There's also that thing where, like, I think what bothered a lot of people was that she immediately apologized, right, and still was reprimanded. And there's been so many cases of like Megan McCain don't make me say, saying, "Don't make me say Megan McCain." I just want to say, "Don't make her say." <laughs> yeah, it was so many cases of Megan McCain saying shit, doubling down, not apologizing, and not getting reprimanded. My girls so, don't have to apologize. Yeah, so that's why I think it's that weird thing where, like, I don't really agree with this idea that, like, machine do nothing wrong. Don't worry about it. I don't agree with that, but I also yeah. don't agree with the 
like I never agree with Megan McCain getting carte blanche on that show either. She should have been shut down many times. So it's not fair to if, if we're looking at it in that way of like they treated her different than McCain. Like that, yeah, you're right. That's not fair, but that should not be how we treat people. Like you say something wild, you get sit down for a little bit, you apologize, and you come back. That should be how it works. I don't even know if I wanted to be sat down as much as I want what happened, which was the next day Jonathan Goldberg went in and went in and spoke. I, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, want, I feel, I, you, I feel that. you, I feel you. You know, I want, I want that. I feel you, and I want somebody to act as she acted, where I really want to know about this. I, I don't yeah, like the fact that he had to come and do that shit. I don't feel right. like he should have to do that. And again, she's too grown for this. I, I, by the way, I agree with you. Yeah. But if this was the way they handled it from this point on, as long as it was consistent, yeah, you just, I'd just be fine. We just, I just needed down. to be because, yeah, if it's just yeah. going, because, because when, uh, this is what they, and what's funny is they tried to do this with Sharon Osborne or whatever, mm-hmm. but she lost her shit so bad they couldn't even bring her back. She ride right. out so But it started, remember, it started with this like, can you just do a little apology? <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll suspend you. Yeah. We'll come back in a couple right. weeks. And then she, she just went straight to the tabloids and was like, I didn't do nothing wrong. She did interviews. I'm not racist. I've yeah. never been now, racist. Oh, bitch. Now we got to get rid of you. Right. <laughs> now, now we got to get so rid of you. So maybe, you know, f- for people that are saying this is unfair to Whoopi, it is possible. This is th- this new this new black woman who's in charge was going to do this with Sharon. But Sharon freaked the fuck out. So right yeah. now it looks like Whoopi's the only one that's ever been punished when really it was like, no, this is just a new way. We 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 rein in these women in because these conversations were getting real problematic. And Whoopi right. doesn't have the uh the weapon in her arsenal of white woman tears. Right. No. That Sharon Osborne immediately was like, You're making me uncomfortable, actually. Right. Like she actually made herself the victim, you know, in that situation, which Whoopi doesn't Whoopi. have that. She can't go that route. Oh, my bad, Latoya. I didn't realize it's two different networks. Yeah. But yeah, the thing is bad. that Whoopi should, Whoopi brings a level of uh Whoopi should get a lot more leeway just mm. based on the levels that Whoopi brings to the table and has been bringing to the table for And don't get me wrong, because Whoopi has been saying wild shit over the yeah, years. Absolutely. <laughs> wild shit over the years. <laughs> you know, but like I said, she came in, at least on this one, she came in with an open an open, okay, you know, when Goldberg went in there and sat down, it was like, all right, it's like, listen, don't you understand? My thing is like, I mean, you're, you're too grown for this. <laughs> you're too mm-hmm. grown for this to be to not understand this. You're too grown for this. You, you're way too grown. Baldwin wrote about it in the 60s. You're too grown for this. <laughs> OK, you should understand that at this point. That would have been my my talking to her if I was Goldberg. The fuck is you doing? You're too grown for that. <laughs> yeah. That's the whole conversation. <laughs> yeah, I just I think, yeah, it was. To me, and maybe that's just the way I look at it, and maybe, but I always thought Holocaust is about race, master race, white yeah, race, they, like supreme race. You it is. You know how you know that it is because they said master race. Yeah, and then they <laughs> killed other people that weren't Jewish in yeah. the Holocaust, and they killed gay people and shit. Like mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. To me, it just felt like a weird bl- blind spot for Whoopi for a second, and. But the I way get, it felt, I the way it felt where, to me was like she went backstage after they filmed it. And like the first person she ran into was probably like, uh, you, you do remember that the Holocaust was about race. Right. And then she was like, yeah, of course, it's a yeah. did I say it wasn't about race. And it's like, yeah, you said it wasn't about race. 
But then, like, oh, that's I, my bad. Like, but like I said, I get it because I understand that mentality of, well, they white, they all white. <laughs> you know, I yeah, get that. but I still feel like if I talked to you, you wouldn't you wouldn't slip like that. No, no, not at it's, all. It's, like it's I, said, too, I it's can too understand. Like, I can yeah. understand that the 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 levelness of that i don't yeah. know i'll be like listen you, you think the shit through be what it's I'll like she you. forgot for a second think that's, that's how i felt to me when i watched the clip it's like she just she just forgot for a second i don't think it was like a holocaust denial i don't think it was yeah. a like i think if she would have sat with it for like 30 more seconds before speaking she would have been like oh yeah i see what you're saying yeah it's about race for sure but in addition to that these points also, yeah. credit to her for having the conversation because that's the yeah. greatest thing you can do. She was yeah. out, she was she the went greatest, on that show most, and most she had a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> she said words. They said words back. But yeah. look at what Megan McCain was allowed to do the whole time she was right. on that show. The did she ever time. get did she get suspended for something once? Am I wrong about I don't that? I think so. I feel like she did. And I tried to look it up to see like if there was a counterfactual for this. But yeah, I don't remember her getting suspended. I know she, she used to get mad and fuss and she'd leave the show mm-hmm. and shit but. oh yeah i think yeah she might have left or had a took leave once or something she came back yeah. from something well maybe it was maternity leave because like everybody yeah, was, was just so leave. Her longest person maternity yeah. leave. everyone was just so hard on her for just not letting her be racist <laughs> she's such a piece of shit how can i continue <laughs> such a piece of shit. Nah, when they showed that video of her um of joe biden comforting her and talking right. to her about her father Versus her calling him stupid last week. Yep. She's so I was stupid. like, what a spineless, sniveling yep. snot you, you are. You are a piece of shit. <laughs> like, well, I can't even imagine. Her husband, you know, he had a, he has a website that used to have a black crime section on it. So Right. Just a know. horrible person. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I, I hope, uh, you know. Oh, she'll I hope, be back uh, in a week. Because if Whoopi leaves that show, it's done. <laughs> yeah and also I, I don't know man I, I don't know whoopi obviously but i just i feel like she got more integrity than to just be like i'm the real victim here this is all this it was all you know they're trying to get me and i feel like yeah. she'll just be like yeah i get it whatever yeah i just wish she quit talking so reckless roman polanski's not really bitch what is you talking about that is the other thing too i don't think she ever got suspended for that shit the other thing she said yeah so i guess it's like third time's a charm i don't know (laughs) (laughs) it was she did get a couple free passes so i don't think it's just about taking down a black woman because uh they definitely let your ass slide a few times when you was out of pocket to say that shit about bill cosby's victims like yeah you was wilding yeah yep yep all right y'all there we go we got it in latoya we got it in (laughs) we got a little bit of it in got it in All right, so we all come on back on Monday. We'll be here for y'all. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. As always, we enjoy bringing it to you. Anybody got anything? Y'all jump over to uh, Ron. Oh no, not today, not today. No no show today. We're gonna actually, if you want to check us out, go to katg.com slash marathon. We're gonna Mm -hmm. be on Keith and the Girls marathon that they're doing. They're doing like a twenty-four hour podcasting live marathon Mm -hmm. on YouTube. And we're going to be on there at six. Uh, well, I think about six forty five is about seven fifteen for the not VIP people. So if y'all want to check us out, we should be there mm-hmm. and it uh, should be a good time. Because yeah, Roger, Roger is uh, going to be in New York. Yeah. Yeah. So next up? week, next week, I'll be in New York. So uh, we probably won't be able to hop on. Oh, I won't probably be able to hop on. Um, we got you, Karen. Week. You definitely can if you want to. You know. OK. Yeah. Uh, Actually, 
I might not I think, be able to. I think both of us have to record something next week. So, mm-hmm. but we'll we'll we'll, we'll figure out the schedule, guys. Yeah. We'll, I think yeah. you know we'll I love see. doing this and uh, whatnot. Absolutely. So until have I you can, been to New York before? Have you spent time in New York before? No, this will be my first time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so, oh you go to my time. guy. I got a guy. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Guy. Okay. Everybody's gonna tell you about their guy. Hey, we'll yeah. talk about it. In the, we'll talk about it in the text chain. Put you in touch with Courtney and Chris. Because Courtney yeah. right there. Courtney's yeah. probably closer to you than Chris is because Chris, Chris is down here. Yeah. So Courtney's closer to you now. Yeah, I figure I'll just be working. Anyway. He's right over in Brooklyn, but he tell you he tell you the spots to hit up and stuff like that. The yeah. plan for me is to to hit up the spot of work. Right. In the spot of back to the crib. So. <laughs> and you got to find the bodega. You got well, you got to find yeah. your things. You got to find your corner store. You got to find these and marrow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you gotta There's find always it. a bodega that has uh, old food in it. Like it's dusty. Like the mm-hmm. bag of chips is dusty and it has the old font. They've changed mm-hmm. the logo since then. Out of those places around, and a cat sleep, and a cat. Because I see the bodega, it's a whole, it's a whole Twitter account called Bodega Cats, and all they show is cats and bodegas. Cats Cats sleeping on bread. Yeah, there was a a deli in a story that that uh, when I wouldn't go to Sal, Chris, and Charlie's, I went to this other place like twice ever, and the the guy working. First of all, there's a cat just hanging out in the deli, and the guy working there making my sandwich was wearing a band aid, but the blood was soaking through. Oh no. I was like, what? Did he touch my sandwich with that thing? Not on I your chopped cheese. <laughs> like, I, I was betting the cat. I was like, oh, cool cat. But the cat was a diversion because mm-hmm. I, I didn't <laughs> notice it. was a diversion. Now you're getting yeah. chopped bloody cheese over there. Exactly. <laughs> What's your secret? <laughs> Why are you bleeding? I shot a kid. Oh. That's what, oh shit! That's, that's what happened. <laughs> Was it the dude or the cat? Who shot who? I shot a kid. Shot a kid. I shot a kid. <laughs> That'll be five bucks. You want? Uh, you want chips? You want a snapple? <laughs> chips and a soda. Best snapple in the city. You got to go to my guy. Yeah, so we'll, 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 we got some stuff for you, bro. Don't worry about it. All right, y'all. Y'all come on back Monday. We'll be here for y'all. I uh, love y'all. Thanks for coming in with us today. Rod, take us out. As always, I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I'm Karen Morrow. And I'm Rod Morrow. Hey, we're three guys on. We are out. <laughs> <laughs>